thank you for joining me here at the Full Circle Mentality Podcast. I am the host with the most better than butter on goddamn toast. They call me Jay the Pounds. They call me Don Julio. You can call me Julio. I'm sitting across from my very good friend here, Angel. Thank you for joining me here, brother. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, man. It's been a little while since uh, we've been here. Got to sit down and record since I've sat down and recorded. So it's exciting. Definitely exciting. How do you feel right now? Right now? At this moment? Uh, I feel excited, bro. I feel excited. I'm, uh, I just want to talk into the mic again. I have things to talk about. My perspective has changed a little bit on certain things. So I'm, I'm, I'm feeling good right now. I'm feeling really good. It's good to hear, man. Yeah, definitely. It's been a while, and I'm sure you've been through a little hiatus in between that last time you recorded. Yeah, yeah. You know? Just getting myself right, getting my mental clear. There's a lot of things that I was... Uh, I'm fucking up this whole mic stand. Um, there's a whole bunch of things that I was trying to do, you know, on the podcast that I really wasn't fulfilling. And then I started to think, like, who am I doing this for? Like, what am I even trying to, like... I'm trying to, you know, add picture and and edits and, like, learning how to do a, a film, like, film the podcast and shit like that. Um, and I was just like, why am I doing this? Why do I want to do it? It just, it just, I wasn't giving it my all at the end of it. So I had to stop for a little bit. I just felt burnt the fuck out, you know? And then especially trying to start a new endeavor of of learning how to record the podcast. It just, it kind of just felt like it was even harder to do. Like I didn't feel like I was in the podcast to begin with. Not to begin, but like at the end of it, I didn't feel like I was there mentally anymore. I felt like I was just speaking to speak with no, no foundation under it, mm. you know. And that's okay if, if people are into it, but I just not what I started this for. Yeah, yeah, definitely, man. Um, burnout is a real thing. It's a real thing. And um, I think the best thing you could have done was step back for a little bit, you know, and just kind of analyze your purpose on why why are you doing this, right? Because we get caught up and lost on the reasons why we're doing it. Are we doing it to fulfill the needs of others? Or are we doing it because this brings some sort of happiness to me? Right? Yeah. And knowing you, you definitely like talking and talking and connecting with people. So from what you told me, it feels like you almost lost that connection. Yeah. You know, um, it's funny that you say talking to people and connection. Um, I actually got a haircut this morning. And it was um, his name. The, the barber's name is Javo. And he kind of reminds me of you in a certain sense. Um, but he was just talking to me about how he does yoga in the mornings. And we started talking about working out and how spiritual working out is. And I understand what he was saying. We started breaking it down. He was talking about like you got to be one with the movement, right? You have to be in that movement. A lot of people go to the gym and work out, but they have no connection to what they're doing. They don't have that like that oneness you know what i mean it like working out is a is a very spiritual thing i think um it's hard the reason why is because you know when you're in that moment let's say you're deadlifting right and you have if you're deadlifting hopefully you know what the hell you're doing let's say you have three plates on each side that's 315 in that movement you can hurt yourself right that's heavy weight you're using your back you're using your hamstrings you're using your whole body to do this movement and if you are not fully engaged in that moment, you have the risk of hurting yourself. You have the risk of being paralyzed. Mm-hmm. You know, it's fucking real shit. Mm-hmm. 
So you have to have your form down. You have to be in that moment. You have to have your breath and technique down. And that in itself is a kind of spiritual feeling. And he was explaining that to me. And I'm like, bro, like, where'd you come from? You know? Um, and he was just talking about being honest with yourself and doing things for others. A lot of people go to... Uh, the reason why I'm talking about this is because he was saying a lot of people go to the gym and they go to the gym for more notoriety of others, a validation of others. Like, oh, check out my Apple activity. Check out the three plates that I'm squatting. And they're doing this for periods of time. Are they doing it for themselves or are they doing it for that outside validation? Are you feeling good because you're actually putting in the work or are you feeling good because people are like, oh, giving you hearts and flame emojis and responding to you? You know, what is it true? What are you truly doing it for? Running it back to the podcast. What am I truly doing? Mm -hmm. What am I truly doing it for? Am I trying to compete with other podcasts? Am I trying to be someone I'm not? Am I trying to put out a a podcast that just isn't me? And you know what? Um, there's a reason why I don't have a camera here today. It's because that's not what I ever wanted to do. Um, I love to listen to people speak. And if this is the podcast for you, then we're going to listen. Do you know what I mean? Sometimes we'll have clips, but I love the old school way of just listening yeah. and a, like a real conversation. Because yeah. when cameras are in involved, you know, you're kind of worried about the camera and it takes away from the connection between the person across from you. And I'm not taking away from anybody else because everybody does it. But I just feel like I just never really wanted to conform to that type of podcast. And I felt really uh, torn. And then I started feeling like, well, I'm, I can't even do that. So now I'm looking at my podcast from a negative view because I can't compete with these other podcasts. Whoa, slow down, Julio. Why did you even start the podcast? Getting back to why we're here, to help people. That's why I truly started the podcast, is to be able to help people, um, mainly the youth, because, you know, we're still, we're getting older, but it still feels like we're young. Mm. You know, mm -hmm. I made a lot of mistakes when I, I was young. You too, I'm sure. We all do. Um, but I want to be able to give back and truly help people, like, to the to the root of their soul, you know, not just for likes on instagram or on youtube fuck it i don't care if i ever make money on this because honestly we haven't you know we've been putting out our products we're putting out our podcast and it's because we love what we do not because we want to you know like flaunt what we can do right. we just do it because we love it right you know you're not necessarily looking for like the okay, that was awesome. Keep doing the validation, right? And that's what I fell into mm -hmm. at the end. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't getting it because I wasn't doing it. Right. And I was just like, fuck. I was spent, bro. I was spent. And it was a it was a long time. I think well, if I, when this episode drops, it's going to be on the 28th. So it's damn near March. That's five months of hiatus of me just kind of kicking back. And that was hard for me to do because people are still doing their podcasts like here in Sacramento. And... For me, I'm like, fuck, I f it's like FOMO, fear of missing out. I'm behind the curb again. Mm, no, I'm not, dude. Nah, I'm right. exactly where I need to right. be right now. Right. And I'm happy we're here. Shit, happy we're here, bro. For sure, man. And um, you took time off the podcast, but I recognize that you also took your focus on to different endeavors like the selling hat thing. Oh, yeah. Right? And by you doing something different, it gives you a different perspective on your podcast. Because that's a new that was a new experience for you, right? When you get a new experience, you also gain new perspective. 
and you're like, okay, coming back to the podcast, now you're coming in with a different mentality. Now you're kind of like, all right, I found myself again. Yeah. Let's kind of get back to it. Yeah, no, definitely. And I've been itching at it, right? But I didn't want the comeback to be forced. I had, you know, I had you asking me, I had your brother asking me, I had a bunch of people asking me, like, hey, what happened to the podcast? And a lot of people didn't say shit, you know, and that's completely fine. Um, but for me, man, it was just time for me to put put the brakes on it for a while. Mm-hmm. And it was hard during that time. But in that time, I got to reflect like it was an up and down. Like I was like, damn, like, what am I even doing it for? Like, should I even start it again? I started getting comfortable without doing it. And then talking about bringing it back it brought anxiety back up again like oh fuck i have to be perfect i have to do this i have to do that i don't have to do anything i don't want to do i don't have to put out a podcast to please anybody but myself because it's fucking my podcast you know and shit i don't got to compare myself we nobody has to compare themselves to anybody else you know yeah i definitely agree man and um <laughs> Again, thank you for um, allowing me to be here with you today. It's definitely a space where um, we can both be honest, and you know, and we can both kind of like uh, um, tell our story. But today is going to be a day where you tell your story, mm. right? And that's one of the reasons why you wanted me to come into this podcast with you is because you wanted me to dig a little bit deeper on who you are, mm-hmm. right? And who, who better than you? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We started this together, and here we are. Yeah, fucking yeah. 2016. We were writing notes about full circle, um, our ideology behind it, and it's 2023, and here we are. Might not be what we had envisioned, but we're fucking doing it. You know, we're still doing it. Mm-hmm. You know, you're a fucking superstar athlete in my eyes. Um, you're starting your training, a bunch of other things going on in your lives as well. That's very exciting that you've told me that you know we'll wait to roll out. But here we are, bro. So I appreciate you being here to uh, tell the story of not only me, but, you know, in that story is a lot of people who have been supporting me, who stayed supporting me and supporting the vision, you know, full circle mentality. And that's a real thing, bro. Like it's it's it means a lot to me that you're here. It means a lot to me that people buy our merch. It means a lot to me that people buy our hats and our fucking shirts and our sweaters because it's more than just uh, merch. It's more behind it you know we put a lot of fucking work into what we do and it might not seem like it it might seem like we fall off this and the other but not we're fucking working your brother he's fucking working Mm -hmm. me i'm working you you're working Mm -hmm. you know the foundation of full circle is working always like you said i might not be doing this but i've been grinding flipping hats Mm -hmm. trying to keep my head above water and you know i have it's pretty fucking wild bro sitting in like my personal collection i have like probably like 1500 dollars worth in hats and i didn't spend that much on them but it's pretty fucking nuts to see the hat community, bro. Yeah. It's pretty wild. And everybody who's in the hat community knows me for selling hats. They don't even know I do a podcast. Some people buy hats and like, hey, is that your podcast? And the thing, I'm going to listen to it. Yeah. Thanks, bro. I yeah. haven't dropped anything in a while. But yeah, yeah, go ahead. Check it out. You know, so it's pretty cool that they might listen to this too and get a different insight on who I am um, as opposed to just selling hats. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of... Um different aspects of ourselves right like you don't just do the podcast you don't just sell hats there's things and truths beyond that and that's what we're going to get into today like, <coughs> we're going to go beyond the curtains of julio para Ooh. so with my first question that i have 
really want to start off with very basic right i like to kind of start with the basics and then we'll 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 catch a flow and gradually get into the deeper side of who you are before we do that the reason why we're doing this podcast here today is because i truly feel i haven't conveyed what i wanted to convey to the audience yet and i think this is the perfect podcast to reintroduce ourselves yeah i like that for sure for sure so uh first things first man like who is Julio Para? Who is he? Who is he? Who am I, bro? Who are you, bro? Funny. I'm going to get back to my morning conversation, my morning haircut conversation. Um, he, Barbara Jabo was saying that we are expressions of ourselves. Right? So he gave me an example like Julio. Somebody may see you at one moment and you're upset and you're yelling. And then another moment, somebody might get the carefree Julio, the happy Julio. And in those moments are just an expression of who you are in that moment. We are different expressions of ourselves. We're not just one person. Mm. And when he said that, I was like, bro, you remind me of my friend. And he's like, what? It's like, you remind me of my friend Angel. And he's like, why do you say that? And I'm like, you guys just have a view on life. of It's, it's very, um, it's open and it's you don't confine yourself into a box so i'm trying to learn that now i am what i am in that moment and in the moments and like whatever moment you get me in i'm striving to be a better man every day truly i'm gonna be 30 years old you know a lot of the fucking games i would play when i was younger like with my girlfriend with my friends with my parents you know it was a lot of it was out of emotion that i didn't know how to deal with and now I'm understanding, like, you have to be able to control that every single day because all people get is that moment of expression from you. And you can be labeled as an asshole. And it's not fair, right? But that's what you gave. If that's what you're going to give, then that in that moment, that's who you are. And that's tough. It's tough. It's tough to be that person. It's tough to hear the feedback from the people that don't like who you are in those moments. So who am I? I'm somebody who is learning to fully be who I am. And it sounds so fucking like out there and like mystical and hippie, but it's the truth. Like we are learning every single day. And if you are putting good information into your body or into your mind, you know, you're going to learn, you're going to be a better person, woman, male, whatever it may be, you know, as long as you are understanding, you know, as long as you understand that you're not that person in that moment too. Right. Right. So that's like the whole slippery slope. I'm not that asshole Julio that people know me as. It's not just me. So you have to be able to accept that and work on it and let it roll off your shoulder. Mm -hmm. It's kind of, um, life is very give and take. Mm -hmm. And I think we take things a little too serious sometimes. Yeah. We're not serious enough. Right, right. One or the other. Right. You know, the podcast, it's real to me. Just take it serious with mm -hmm. you, you know, mm -hmm. but not too serious. You can't take everything too serious. Fucking, we're here one day and gone another. That's true, man. And um, going back to a little bit of what you said, I just have some, some, some thoughts on that. Like, how selfish is it of us to give someone when we're mad or upset and we take it out on someone else how selfish is it of us to respond in such a way right 
that's really like they're gonna remember us for being that asshole. That's a uh, fucking what makes me emotional. You know, I think of my little brother, both of them. You know, the people that are closest to you, my girl too, they experience the bad sides of you because they're the closest. Right. We tend to hurt the people that are closest to us and the ones that love us the most. And let me tell you, man, that's not a good feeling. You know, it's not a good feeling at all. It's unfair. It's not fair to them when they're just trying to love you, you know, and they're your support system and you're fucking lashing out with spite and anger. And again, that anger and spite isn't directed towards them. That's these are emotions that and feelings and thoughts and moments in life that have affected me. Right. And I'm still carrying them today. People carry trauma forever. Mm hmm. And it's learning how to deal with that because nobody deserves to be shit on because you're in a fucking bad mood. Right. Wake, grow the fuck up, right. young man, right. you know. So it's unfair, man. It's not fair for anybody who I've ever who's ever got the fucking the spiteful tongue. I apologize. You know, it's not fair. It's not fair. No, I definitely agree, man. Uh, thank you for, for sharing that. Um and it's not easy talking about those traumas and emotions that yeah. you know we carry um so you gave us a little insight of like who you are um what's your passion helping people helping people okay i came to that realization recently um the one of the for example one of the only jobs that really gave me fulfillment when I is when I would ca- first moved out here I started working with the kids with the after school program mm-hmm. uh, and um <laughs> fucking guys um what was the question sorry Got yeah you're passionate about helping people and you yeah work, I'm, work I'm passionate about helping mm-hmm. people and uh I started working with the uh, storm academy when I was uh first moved out here in 2016 to about 2019 or 2020 I forget. Um, but I started working with the kids. Uh, I was a group leader for two years. So that means I was working hands-on with third graders. And then I started, I was a supervisor of the whole program, me and my boy, um, Ad. And what I realized recently was that was the happiest and most fulfilling most fulfilling job I've ever had. And, you know, on the flip side of that, it was the brokest I've ever been. It didn't pay well. But I somehow I managed right we malmanaged but i realized like that's what i really love to do i really love to help people i love to mentor i want to uplift Mm. i want to let these youngsters know man there's so many opportunities build them up with um, positivity and love as opposed to the negative and some of the sadness that can bring you down in this world at a young age that you don't really understand but it's with you and then as you grow, you understand it. And then you're fucked. You're like, fuck, that's fucked up, man. That happened to me when I was a kid. That way, that's what was going on, you know? And then you understand it when you're 16, 15. You kind of understand it. You really don't. And you're in your emotions. You're in your early 20s dealing with it, numbing it. It's, tra- it's the trauma, you know what I mean? So for me, I think personally is giving back to the youth or anybody so they don't have to go through that same uh, bullshit that we went through. Right. Right. Um. It, I agree. Right. Like, if you can give someone advice for them not to make the same mistakes as you, then go ahead and give them that advice. Um, I totally agree on that. But I know with that, with um, especially with uh, 
helping people, especially the youth, it's a big responsibility, man. And it's not an easy task. And it takes, I, I think it takes, it's a skill set. Talk a little bit about your skill sets and your talents on helping others. What's your approach? How do you do it? And where, most importantly, where'd you learn it from? Mm. So you have to kind of be, depending on the situation, like, like what I really love is comedy because people can turn a bad situation or something that's really sad into funny. And I try to do it through humor sometimes. Um, I've really kind of taken a step back, bro. Like I've kind of really lost myself in these five months and prior. So like maybe this past year, I kind of lost my whole purpose. So I haven't been helping or maybe I have, I don't know. I haven't felt, I haven't felt like I've truly been doing what I want to do. Um, but my skill set, man, I just love to speak. You know, I'm genuine. I think I'm pretty genuine to people. So like, whether I'm working with you at work, like at T-Mobile, and I'm trying to give you the best opportunity. I'm listening to you. Sometimes it's you have to protect your energy. You know, but sometimes you see fit where you can kind of lend a couple tidbits of advice to people in that little transaction that you're doing that may help them. You know, so little moments like that, it kind of just depends the situation. And where did I learn this from, man? I probably would learn it from my parents. You know, they were very um, giving people. Um, I know things in our lives weren't perfect, but they were very giving and loving. I've always felt loved. So um, I think that's where I got it from, from them. My family's a big, uh, they have big hearts. So I think that's where I get it from. Yeah, I can definitely see that, man. I think ever since I've known you, you've always kind of like um, introduced me to different ways to show love right like cooking food cooking food yeah right that's a big way actually that's a big, that, one. That's a big way i do i'd love to do that i just haven't in a while so i'm saying like i fell away from kind of what i love to do you know yeah 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 for sure if i used to have you guys here all the time yeah fucking every other weekend bro i'd be cooking for you guys just mm-hmm. show up shut up and eat yeah <laughs> <right>? <laughs> not shut up but have you, you ate yet here's some food exactly you know and um i'm learning a lot i learned i'm learning a lot i've learned a lot from you and i'm still learning from you so, that. so I appreciate the um, the love that you do give when you can. Appreciate it. Likewise. And uh, also I do a, a want you to know that give yourself that same love too. You know, give yourself that same love. Because a lot of times we, we tend to stretch ourselves out too much when we're, we, we forgot about ourselves. Yeah, exactly. You know? That's that's a big one there is like giving giving too much of yourself everywhere else and you're not taking care of yourself. I think that's why I got so fucking burnt. You know, like, well, it's mentally taxing having to sit down and talk to someone and, you know, be invested with them and trying to bring the best out of them and, you know, showing you the love and showing my brothers and my friends and everybody else like this tenfold love. But I don't reciprocate it to myself. Mm-hmm. I look in the mirror and I don't like what I see, right. you know. Right. So that's um, that's been a challenge. But slowly I've been doing things to make me happy, uh, working out, eating better doing shit that i like you know not really i'm really trying to stop the overthinking of my life when i start to overthink i start to compare and then when i start to compare i get kind of like down because you can compare yourself to the person on instagram with i don't know with thousand followers or whatever it may be right and you're just subconsciously putting yourself down for what why Yeah, yeah. There's this saying that goes, um, 
If you're thinking too much about the future, that raises anxiety. But if you're thinking too much about the past, that brings up depression. Mm. You know, so it's good. To, it's good to acknowledge where you want to go, and it's good to kind of reflect on where you've been. But don't stay in those areas. Yeah, being the present yeah. is the best thing you can mm-hmm. do. I think it's hard. It is hard. But um, I think that's the best thing you can do. You know, uh, as a human. I agree. I agree. Being present is powerful. Mm-hmm. All right, man. We're gonna hit a little bit of a back to the past. We're gonna hit the time traveling zone. Hey, Doc. <laughs> that's exactly what I was thinking about too. Back to the future, mm-hmm. guys. I ha- I haven't seen that in such a long time. It's a classic for sure. And um, I want to talk a little bit about your childhood, man. And um, tell us a little bit about who you were the kid growing up, and how was it for you? Were you raised in a healthy, supportive? home you know how was it for you as growing up as a kid looking back on my childhood i think i had like uh i had everything i can ask for right so i I fucking whatever my parents however much they struggled financially they made sure that me and my brother had everything we needed so i was very blessed with that i was blessed with a family i was blessed with friends my childhood, though, I would say that everybody has a rocky road. Everybody has good and bad, right? I think I had a good childhood, dude. I went through some shit. You know, I went through some shit that that definitely shaped the way I thought. And I think definitely shapes the way I view the world and why I want to help people so much. Because, you know, at a certain age, if you get taken advantage of, you know, there's a certain... There's just a feeling that never shakes you, that never leaves you. Okay, talk about that. Talk about that one experience that really still has an effect on you now and how you perceive your own reality. Like, mm, well, I'm not going to dive too much into the actual like situation, but what I'm going to say is that bad things fucking happen to kids. Bad shit. And as a child, you don't know why. As you get older, you know, you kind of bury shit down, you bury it down. And then, you know, for me personally, things come back. I would, you know, I'd self-medicate in my younger, younger 20s and uh, mid 20s. I do a lot, do a lot of drinking. I do a lot of cocaine. And when I would do these things, a lot of these stories would come out and a lot of people would be like, bro, what the fuck? You know? And I tell the people that I was close with, but then I started to realize like, damn, the more I say this, the more it doesn't hurt me, the more that those people don't have power over you anymore. So what I would say is that whatever trauma or whatever you have experienced, whether you were younger or whether you're experiencing it now, because we all go through shit, you have to be able to speak about it to people that you trust. You have to be able to have a support group that you trust. But you also have to do the work yourself. You have to really look at that, those moments, and are you going to let them define you forever? Are you going to let them control your decisions and choices forever? Are you going to let that be a cop-out forever? And some people might be like, fuck you, Julio. It's not a cop-out. You know, blah, 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 blah. That's defensive. You're being defensive. You're wounded still. Mm. And I get it. Mm. It sucks. Mm. But until you really come to that realization that, that's done. That's never coming back again. 
Why are you letting it affect you? You're, you're 30 years old. Those are questions you have to ask yourself. That's the trauma you have to look at directly in the fucking in the mirror every fucking day. Not every day, but when it comes up, you have to look at it. Okay, it's there. All right, cool. Well, I got through this. I'm here. And you have to be able to talk to yourself every single day to get through those moments. Um, yeah, man. And I think certain moments in my childhood definitely, you know, scarred me. But they definitely gave me, they definitely made me the man I am today with the big heart. Because... Who else? What if, what if the kids that, you know, some of the kids that I worked with, they didn't have the support systems, right? I had a great family. I had a great friends. I had a great family. I had a great friends, but, uh, shit still happens. So when I was working with this youth, these youth, the, the youth, they, they were fucking South Sacramento. You know what I mean? Some people went home and they would rather be at school. So you have to be able to be that person for them, to, to be that support system for them, you know. Long story short, the young me was a happy, I was happy. I was overweight. I got picked on. Um, I was very naive. I was very gullible. But that's the way I was raised, to be um, a loving person. And I don't regret that at all, you know. I don't regret how my parents raised me. I don't regret anything that ever happened to me. Everything happens for a reason. And we are where we are right now because of those situations. Yeah, I totally agree, man. I totally agree. And um, now going a little bit more f- ahead from your childhood, let's talk about your teenage era, your um, <coughs> adolescence, right? <coughs> where you're kind of coming into this time of your life where... You're young, right? These new things you're experiencing, right? Puberty, girls. Erections. <laughs> right? The morning woodies. Um, as a teenager, man, what were your interests? And um, My boys. Right? Sports. Yeah. Sports. Movies, what? Uh, my interest when I was like probably 13 to about the end of high school, beginning college. Um, was hanging out with you guys, man, with my with my fucking brothers. Um, I have brothers that are blood, and then I have brothers that are you know my family that aren't blood. Uh, you're one of them. Um, I think we had a different upbringing than most people, though. I think me, me, you, and the people in our group, we went through a lot of things that young people shouldn't go through, <laughs> and we did, and indirectly, and some of us directly experienced fucking tragedies in our fucking lives, bro. And I think that's what created a bond with a lot of us. Like, very, very strong. Almost to a fault. To a fault. We let things slide with our brothers because we love them, because of what we've been through. Um, but I'm not going to... It's not It's not a sob story, right? It, I had a fuck... It was fucking fun, bro. We played hide-and-seek at night. We played football. We played baseball, basketball. We bonded so fucking much. Mm-hmm. And you came over to my house. We went over to your house. We went over to Chewy's house, Tito's house, Chance's house, Victor's house, Roland's house, all these people, fucking miles, bro. Like, we had this extension of brothers that, that like, we felt love from. And it wasn't, like, a gang or nothing like that. It was just, like, real genuine, wholesome, like, brotherhood. And we, it was through sports, playing basketball outside, 
playing football in the street, baseball in the street. And that transcended into high school, you know, and we just picked, picked right up where we left off from the fucking blacktop mm -hmm. to the football field, mm -hmm. you know. Um, a lot of mistakes were made when you're young. You know, you date people you shouldn't date. You get in trouble. You fucking tag teachers' cars with spray paint. Allegedly. I didn't have to pay fines or anything like that. I didn't do it. Just fucking stating that. I didn't do it to this day. <laughs> I was just a driver. <laughs> but, um, no, man, I loved, I loved. I love growing up where I grew up, man. Greenfield was a great, great, uh, great little town. I wouldn't fucking change a thing, you know? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Definitely, definitely, man. Um, how did all that shape who you are now? Coming from Greenfield, hanging out with the, with the boys that you have, that you've had and still have. How did that, um, how did that influence you to be who you are now? And how does that influence you in trying to become the man that you still want to become? So, I think that the uh, the reason why, like, my big thing is trust, right? If I don't know you, I probably don't fucking trust you, you know? Um, and that's just what we've been through, you know? I'm very family-oriented. I think you know that. So, like, people in this house, I will protect. Like, I will fucking kill for these people here. Um, and that's something that I think was learned being with you guys, you know, learning that like ride or die fucking mentality, like four in the morning, we're there whenever you need help. Right. That's what we would do. So I feel like that's where I'm at still, um, in a certain, you know, to not to a fault anymore, because I think we would run into a house blindly sometimes. Like we, we would run into a burning house for each other. And I mean, I think I still think we would, but sometimes maybe it's not the smartest thing. Maybe we should wait for the fire department. You know, they're fucking equipped. Mm -hmm. It's not that big a fire. Mm -hmm. Relax. Um, but I definitely think that I've grown. I definitely think I've grown out of a lot of my, uh, like my petty shit, like my petty attitudes. It's just like the, like the little stuff I'm really trying, like the, the petty shit though, the, I'm trying to just wash away. And how do you do that? It's just kind of learning new habits, new traits. So I'm trying to change certain aspects of who I used to be. So fuck, man. It's like, I don't know. I don't know. It's kind of a hard question to answer. Um, okay. So you talk about change certain aspects of yourself, right? And a lot of times when we want change for ourselves, we have to take a look at the shadow self. I like to call it the shadow self. The things that influence our thoughts, behaviors, the dark side that we don't tend to show around public around our loved ones the ones the side that we come face to face <coughs> when we're alone mm -hmm. how do you what's your shadow work like what do you can you um like give me an example like for example i'll use me for example um one of the main things that i tend to do i do a lot of um i spend a lot of time alone in my thoughts and i try to find the the source of myself, the areas where I need to work as a per 
person. I try to dig into the traumas. Um, and it, it's a lot of work, right? Because you have to face that. You have to come to um, and accept that as well. Um, and you can do it by talking to people. You can do it by journaling. You can do it by um, listening to music that evokes a certain emotion that you might have not tapped into yet. And that's another reason why I definitely think um, music is is important. Um, but what are ways that you're kind of able to deal with your, your problems? Mm. You know, like what kind of helps you realize your problems? Mm-hmm. When they blow up in my face? Mm-hmm. When they blow up in my face, literally. Um, that's That's an issue, you know what I mean? Like I can be short with people. I can be fucking spiteful. I, bro, I can I can be so hateful sometimes. And uh, and I think it's just stemming from that from the from that trauma from back in the days. And what do I do daily? I work out. I challenge myself. I try to really I really try to fucking challenge myself cuz then those thoughts aren't really important anymore like for me, whenever I get a great workout in or I get a great run in, I feel accomplished. I feel great. Like the endorphins are running through my body. That's what I would do whenever, um, when I was, when I stopped smoking for a while, that's what I would do. I wanted to smoke. I'd be like, fuck it. Go run a mile. I'd go run a mile. Fuck, I want to smoke again. Fuck, I go run another mile. So I'm, all of a sudden, I'd be running three miles at, at a time and it'd just be, just be fucking fun. I'd be high as fuck mm. off life. Yeah. So that's how I deal with it, bro. I channel my outside anger and pain into constructive forms of physical activity. And when I don't do that, it's bad. It's bad mentally, physically. I get into a dark spot. You don't hear from me. Um, I go into seclusion mode. Mm-hmm. You know, And I think a lot of my friends know that because I'm very outgoing. I'm very, hey, what are you doing? Hey, what's going on? So I think when people stop hearing from me, like, I don't think they really trip, but I I think that's that's when I know like something's up, you know. Right, right, right. So being physical is a part of me since I was young. So I, that's how I channel it, and I know that I like that's like the athlete in me still. Like I don't, that's never gonna leave me. So I know that that's the way I can best channel my shit. Like ah, you know what I mean? Pit, lift some heavy weight or. You know, not even heavy weight, doing dumbbells of 15 shoulder presses till you fucking burn, you know, little things to really challenge yourself. And it challenges your mental, it challenges your capacity to deal with shit Mm -hmm. because you're inflicting this pain on yourself. Mm -hmm. For sure. For sure. And um, I agree, man, because a lot of people have this idea that it's all about looking good. You're right. And it's all about fitness. But I think looking good, gaining the muscle, losing the body fat, those are just byproducts of being physically active. And from baseball, what you're telling me, what I'm understanding, because I can relate to, the reason why we use physical activity as a source to stay true to ourselves is because it allows us to face those bad thoughts it allows us to be productive and channel that energy and i can win mm, yeah i can win yeah you know what i mean yeah. like i'm used to in sports you're used to seeing a fucking w or an l mm-hmm. you know and if i'm thinking of a 
fuck, if it's something's eating away at me and I'm crushing these miles and I'm fucking in the zone, I'm winning. I'm winning against myself. I'm winning, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yep. I'm working out every day. I'm running. I'm, I'm, I'm fucking beating that shadow, Julio. I'm beating that motherfucker. Fuck you. Stay fucking down there, you pussy. You know what I mean? Because that pussy side of you wants to get under the blankets. And I say it very, I say pussy, but like, you know, there's a part of us that wants to stay under the covers. There's a part of us that wants to stay comfortable. And some, you know, a lot of the time that's unacceptable. You have to push yourself to grow physically, mentally, spiritually. Most definitely, most definitely, man. And I hope a lot of people understand the importance of um, working out and staying physically active. Yeah, it's a lot more than just looking good, man. Mm -hmm. If you guys really, really, really need to channel some anger, some sadness, you know, take your headphones off and go for a run, Mm -hmm. a mile run. Take your headphones off and go for a mile run. See how challenging it is. Listen to your fucking body work. Listen to your lungs breathe. You know, the breaths you take in and out how your fucking ankles feel, how, oh, fuck, why does my shoulder hurt when I'm running? What the fuck? That's not normal. Like, you have to be able to dive into yourself. Yeah, I agree. That's the the only way you're going to find out um, the areas where you need growth. You know, you got to dive in. And, um, which brings me to my next question is talk a little bit about your adulthood, right? (coughs) Um, Can you go in depth with the last five years of your life? Um, where you've been as far as work, as far as your growth, and uh, a few challenges that you've been faced with the last five or three years? Uh, well, I've been out here for seven years in Sacramento. Um, so I'll probably start with that. Moved out here, lived in a fucking garage that was converted to a house. Very cold in the winters, very hot in the summers. Live with my two brothers. They're still with me today, rocking. Um, we went from that spot to a townhouse townhouse um after the townhouse we moved into a, a house in the Thomas and we're still in a crib and you know we added a couple couple uh added family to the group as well you know um I got my girl living with me and then her sister um and with that just having and then uh my brother's girl too he lives she lives here they got a dog so she's been challenging it's always challenging. There's six people that live in the home. Um, but I think anything can be overcome with love. You know, I really think that family is important. I think that if, if it's sacrificing, you know, a little bit of happiness or your luxury of being alone for your family, then I think it's worth it. Um, I've definitely grown in these years that I've been out here. I was still very much um, dealing with addiction issues. Um, and I say addiction because that's what it was. And it's, I am an addict still because to say you're not is lying. I've never been to rehab, but I understand that when you have a, I understand when there's a problem, right? Um, three day benders are an issue and it might not be every weekend, but when it happens, it, when it happened, it was, you know, I was fucking nuts, bro. I was fucking nuts. I'd fucking drink tequila all night, fucking, fucking bags of yayo all night. Fucking have these crazy conversations, end up in random places with random people. Uh, it's that stopped being fun. Like that, that part of my life, I like. It, I loved my life, every part of it. But that was like that was a very dark and evil time in my life. Yeah, dude. Just my brothers worrying about me, where I'm at. Me worrying about them. 
you know, us dealing with our own shit. You know, I'm the older brother. I'm supposed to lead by example. And I'm over here waltzing in at 7 in the morning looking like a fucking fucking wide awake, bro. Wide awake. Motherfuckers looking at me like, bro, what's up with you? Like, you know, I'm just going to go to my room. I'm going to act like I'm asleep, but I'm not. <sighs> those, are, those are fucking horrible memories, bro. But now... I'm not there no more. I'm not that addict that I was. There's a time and a place for everything, I believe. Uh, I still drink alcohol. Uh, I don't abuse it. I don't abuse myself anymore. I don't think that I was giving myself... I wasn't treating myself with respect. Like you said, you have to be able to love yourself. And I'm finally... think. I think I'm finally doing that. Like I'm really trying to do things to help me. As opposed to set me back. Cause it's like I preach all this fucking love and and help for these other people, but it's like, bro, you can't even. You gotta practice it yourself. So, these past seven years have been a roller coaster, but they've been a roller coaster that opened my eyes to to different opportunities and different. You know, I've, I've been different. Like all those years, like I said, you're not like this one person. Like, yeah, I was that person in that time, but that's an expression. It was an expression of of the way I was feeling in those moments. And that felt good to me to self-medicate because I didn't feel the pain anymore. I just felt this high, this incredible high. And fuck it, other people felt it with me. Uh, you know, misery loves company. So the people that would do this with me, you know, they, were, they weren't happy either. My brothers, brothers, fucking brothers, fucking, fucking, you know, you know, I don't got to throw that one at the bus. But people that I love dearly, and we would just sit there and fucking kill ourselves fucking on a nightly basis, bro. Watching ourselves age instantly, killing our insides, our organs, our fucking nose, our... Ugh, you know? But here I am to say that you can stop that shit. You can be better. You can, you can fucking do it, man. Whatever bullshit you're going through in your life, like, just take a step back. Take a deep breath and understand that... You know, the universe has a plan for you and you have to be able to, you know, fulfill your plan, man. Fulfill your plan, but you have to have your tools in order. And if you don't have your tools, you can't fix shit, you know. What happened to your tools? I fucking sold them. For what? For drugs, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Metaphors, metaphors. Yeah. I think that's what that is, a metaphor. But yeah, no, fuck, man. I've definitely grown being out here. I've grown into a, a man that I can, I'm, pr I'm proud of. I'm becoming proud of myself. I'm, I think at this point in my life, my dad can say he'd be he's proud of me. And that's a lot for me to say. Mm -hmm. Like, I get you know, my, uh, that validation, my mom and my dad's validation, that goes a long way. You know? For sure, man. Uh, I can definitely say that you made a complete 360. For sure, you know? Peace. Um, you fucking know, bro. Like, I think about nights and I'm just like, bro. Like, and I used to think like, Oh, I'm fucking the life of the party. This is who I am. This is Julio. Oh, everybody knows me. I got the baggie. I got the party on me. Mm -hmm. You're putting yourself into a box, into that person. This is who I am. This is what I need to do to be able to be that person, to be happy. No, it's not it. You're not even happy. You're in this fucking vicious cycle, right. killing yourself slowly. Right. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough, man. Um, but you're here now, right? You're here now. You're still here. You're still, still rocking. Here. Some people don't have that opportunity. Mm -hmm. That's why I'm very grateful. Mm -hmm. Rest in peace to everybody who didn't make it, who hasn't made it. You know, everybody has a friend out there or a family member that didn't overcome the tragedies. You know, so 
for them, that's why we're here. It's bigger than us. It's yeah. bigger than me. Right. For sure. Living with purpose now, for sure. All right, man. And um, so on to the next subject that I that I think is very important. I especially. So let's talk about relationships, bro. Right. The reason why I want to talk about relationship or your relationship with your significant other is because one. She's been with you since. She's seen all this. She's seen all everything. Right. And. um. Me personally, I admire when I see two individuals commit to one another. I'm big on commitment, right? I'm big on loyalty, big on, you know, the, the basics, I think. Of, yeah, you know, of a relationship. The basics. Um, so I want to, I want you to kind of just talk a little bit about that. Um, as far as your relationship goes, what areas have you seen growth and how much of a role does your significant other play a role in your life? I have to give like a lot of credit to her bro like mm. probably 95% of the credit to her cause you know when I was um when she first met me she didn't know about a lot of the shit that I was doing like drugs and shit and for her to put up with me not only through that but uh other bullshit that I put her through um she's a strong woman she's a strong woman and she was raised by a very strong family and um, I owe everything to her, bro. I really do. Like, she's definitely uh, changed my life for the better. And she showed me, like, what love is, really, like, unconditional love. You know, it's only I've only seen that with, like, my grandparents, and, you know, that are still together and committed to each other over all these years, over all the trouble. And, you know, we're still young, so I can't tell the future. But for where we're at right now, man, I owe her my fucking life. Like, I strive to be better because of her. And she doesn't know it. You know, like I said, she gets a lot of, like, my bullshit, my petty attitude. And she doesn't deserve it. She deserves fucking the better. But that's what I'm trying to be, is better. So thank you for sticking by me and believing in me. And she's my biggest supporter. Biggest supporter of the podcast, of the merch. First one to buy something, always at regular price. <laughs> yeah, she's my fucking rock, bro. My fucking rock. That's a beautiful man. That's beautiful, and um, and I see it, you know, I see it, bro. And um, I don't ever like to talk about her either, just because. <sighs> I, I get emotional, bro. She's fucking... She doesn't know how much she means to me. Mm-hmm. But yeah, hats off to you, babe. I appreciate the fuck out of you. Like, for real. And I'm looking forward to building a family with her. I really am. I really am. Having kids and instilling what she knows and what I know into a fa- like into another legacy of fucking children. You know what I mean? Like how lucky am I and you and the people that are listening to the podcast right now, how lucky are we to be alive from our ancestors, right? Like fuck think about the barbarians and like how fucking crazy shit was. Like even the Aztecs and the Spaniards and all this shit conquering and enslaving and this that and the other. And we are still here. Our blood is still here. That means something. 
that to me that means something and it might not mean something to other people but i went back home i went to mexico i know where my dad was i've seen where people have been born in the fucking rooms i've seen the dirt floors i've seen where i come from it's 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 not pretty but it's fucking beautiful mm -hmm. you know and there's still family members that live in those same houses you know it's crazy um again getting back to this morning conversation that's why like I didn't want to hit you up to record today, but I did. And I like this conversation with my barber this morning. He's like, a lot of people don't understand who they are. I'm like, why? Why do you say that? <coughs> He's like, because they don't know where they're from. They don't know where they come from. Have you ever stepped, you know, have you ever been to where you, your family's from? Have you, do you know, like the lineage? Do you know, you know? And like, I, I do. I went back home and I saw kind of the outline of the family tree. And you know what? I fucking appreciate it, bro. Fucking our family sacrificed a lot for mm -hmm. us to be alive. Mm -hmm. To have the clothes on your back, bro. Like, your mom sacrificed a lot. My mom sacrificed a lot. So we understand sacrifice, you know? It's it's a bigger pit. It's bigger than us. It's so bigger than us, man. I lost my train of thought. <laughs> no, yeah, I agree, man. And um, kind of piggyback off of that, bro, like, we forget where we come from, right? We forget who we are in essence. And one of the things that I always think about is we forget in order for us to remember, right? If you break down the word remember, re meaning again, again being a member of our truth, remember. So by us remembering, we're coming back to the the truth of where we started at. What was our member? What, what member of a tribe were we from? Right. So when you get to the basic root of things, we just have to remember who we are because everything that we've ever want to be, what we strive to be, it's already <coughs> within us. Right. So we just have to kind of like brush Peel away the layer. Like you have to kind of like uh, sharpen the iron. You know, you have to see the talent. A lot of people numb, numb themselves, man, to their they're scared. Mm -hmm. I was scared. I'm still scared, mm -hmm. you know, but you can't be. You have to fucking own who you are mm -hmm. and accept failure to be able to advance in anything. Mm -hmm. Failure is a big, big role in being successful. Yeah, for sure. For sure. You can't have... It's a part of life, right? Fail, fail, failure. And um, what you do when you do fail, I think that's what matters the most, too. Um, so summing things up, man... Um, Talking about your your childhood, right? Your your teenage years, um, where you're at now, what you've been through in the last five years. Um, so it brings me to my real my real question on this whole podcast and this whole full circle, this full circle thing, right? This this life mentality. What is the full circle mentality? full circle mentality it's um being able to understand yourself it's it's understanding you're a lifelong learner it's having the fucking the will to fucking break a brick with your hand it's having the cleverness to be able to sell your items it's 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 everything it's just everything and more i feel like 
it's just a way to live your life like it's fuck i can't even put it into words bro it's like it's everything that we've been through to now has shaped us right and through that whole journey i label it that like a mamba mentality i don't like to kind of intertwine those because it's you know they're different i don't know they might be the same but it's just that that mindset of being the best you can fucking be being the best human you can be um loving as deep as you can caring as much as you can giving a hundred percent in everything that you do because if if not then why 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 even do it if you can't even do it a hundred percent why are you wasting your fucking time why why don't waste it. You have that mentality inside you to get through it. I just coined the term full circle. I've said that. I've said the story before, you know. Mm-hmm. Things come full circle. I got injured lifting weights for football. I then in turn was instructing somebody to how, how to properly perform a weightlifting movement so they can stay safe and not have any injuries. Oh, fuck, that's a full circle moment. I went from the injured to teaching how not to be injured. You know, and in that, there's a lot more that went on. But that's why the name came. So it's the mentality, right? It's just the mindset of being hungry, being understanding, being passionate. It's like uh, it's like being the fuck. It's like being the renaissance man. That you can do it all. You just have to believe. You have to believe that you can do it. If you don't believe, nothing's going to happen. You know, and that's just what we do here at Full Circle Mentality. We just keep fucking going until the, until the wheels fall off. Mm-hmm. And when the wheel falls off, what's going to happen? Me and Anthony are going to lift the fucking the fucking wagon up and you're going to put a new fucking tire on and we're going to keep fucking going. Mm-hmm. That's what we fucking do, right? That's full circle mentality. It's it's having a band of brothers and I'm not just talking about men. It's just a band of people that believe in each other and that keep moving forward with strength, with pride, with integrity. You know, you don't have to, you don't have, like this community, I want this to be a community where it's 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 a purpose, you know, like, you don't have to, like, because, for example, when you listen to certain music, they're talking about pouring up drugs and doing drugs, and, and, they've, and they've cultivated this certain culture and community, so you want to do what they're talking about. Oh, yeah, sipping lean, doing coke, crystal meth, what the fuck? You know what I mean? <laughs> so, like, that's not what I want to project. Right. I want to be able to give people positive and tangible um things that they can take away or maybe they they listen to this podcast and they're like fuck man like I, he had some pretty cool shit to say like maybe i can use what he's saying in my everyday life like he said to drink tea in the morning it helps his digestion maybe you know simple shit mm-hmm. i just want to be able to give people a positive outlook and a different culture you know like yeah i smoke weed yeah i drink alcohol but i'm not like that's not the root of it all you know like the root of it comes from the heart. That's what, that's where we come from. That's where we come from. That's where the genuineness comes from. That's why we're able to build what we've built so far, because mm-hmm. of the trust and the love, you know. And not a lot of people have that. And maybe they can jump on board here, you know, just by listening to us. That's all. Maybe just listening, and they have a safe space to come to, and they can get over certain things, or they can introduce certain ideas um, in their life with their spouses, with their loved ones that maybe worked for us. You know, it's just, we're all humans and we're all going through this life 
and it's all trial and error and we don't know unless we do you know and sometimes we don't even know where to start so maybe this is the start for you maybe this podcast that you tapped into for the very first time you're like fuck this fool has some shit to say Mm -hmm. that's crazy fuck this fool maybe bk you know (laughs) or you fuck you're like fuck you know what he's right like maybe i should start treating myself a little bit better like i don't know i do drink a lot every weekend I do a little, maybe do too much blow every once in a while. Let me cut back just a little bit. Maybe that develops you into you're clean and sober for 12 years. And I'm not trying to preach that at all, but maybe that's what you do. And maybe that betters your life and that propels you to the next level of success for yourself. Yeah. Long story short, that's full circle to me. It's, 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 it's kind of an array of things. It's just enough. It's in the circle. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So, wisely said and put man and um before we log off here um i do want to thank you for the opportunity for allowing me to (coughs) ask these questions man because a lot of times too i'm still trying to figure you out (laughs) right but at the same time like aren't we also trying to figure ourselves out so by by me asking these questions it kind of just gives me a different perspective um on how i view life you know so I do appreciate you opening up, and I do appreciate you um, being so vulnerable, you know. And a lot of people want to coin vulnerability as a weakness, but it's truly a strength. It's truly a superpower. And once we're able to tap into that area of ourselves, our soft area, nothing but beautiful things happen. Exactly, mm-hmm. man. People are scared of uh, people are scared of real love, bro. People are scared to feel. It's not. It's okay to feel, man. Shit, life is real, you know. Life is real. So what do you meet it with? You meet it with real. Real on real, man. Real on real. But, man, like I said, I appreciate you sitting down here. And I asked you specifically to be the person to interview me for a change. And I've tried to do it different times. And I've tried to kind of explain what Full Circle means and why I do the podcast. But I finally feel that we've actually conveyed it today. Mm -hmm. So for that, I thank you, brother. Thank you, man. All right. Well... Everybody, thank you for listening. Thank you for support. Thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting. If this is your first time listening, thank you very much. If you are a constant listener, stay on the lookout for the new podcasts. Uh, they're going to be dropping probably bi-weekly. Um, they're going to be audio, so you're going to find them on Spotify, Apple Apple Podcasts, anywhere uh, podcasts are available. Um, there's not going to be clips available for this one, unfortunately, and that's okay. Um, there will be clips for future episodes Um, thank you everybody who has been rocking with us everybody who's allowed me to sit down with them and interview them Um, i truly appreciate you guys and i'm looking forward to sitting down with a lot of you again and i'm really excited to bring on the new guests that i have for everybody a lot of genuine people a lot of real artists that i think you guys will really enjoy so with that being said spread the peace and the love we're out